you And when I defang the viper Trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere Jeff, I already put you out I don't even know why you're out here right now Keep on talking Hey, hey, hey do me a favor Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting And you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group And Mustafa, you out here A boy of one man And I'm gonna tell you what you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to break down NXT TakeOver Portland from the gold standard that is NXT. We got a great pay-per-view once again, a great TakeOver once again. I mean, from start to finish, it was insane. Um, We're going to go through these one at a time just to break them down and give you guys our insights on what happened. Um, Just kind of like a quick, you know, going through it, boom, 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 just to really get you our thoughts. There is no such thing as a bad takeover. I'm just going to say it. No such thing. No, man. It it just seems just unreal that that's true. (laughs) You know, like, it it just... I mean, knock on wood, right? Like, yeah. they really have found a way to be so consistently good with this, 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 these takeovers. And you know, in WWE, we can't say that. I mean, AEW, they've they've been solid overall. So you know, they they also has have a good run going on, but not to this level, no. in my opinion. Mm-mm. This here, it's like you know, five star pay per views, man. Like over and over and over again, just not disappointing. It's insane, right? It was no bathroom break matches at all. Just a perfect flow. Oh, my God, man. Yes. It was just, I I was just in awe. I was like, what a great freaking takeover at the end of it, man. Dude, let's just jump right into it, man. Let's do it. I mean, NXT North American Championship. Yes. (sighs) Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. What? What are we? Well, actually, hold on, hold on. Let me take a step back because Poppy had a performance in the beginning of the show as well, which is awesome. So I want to show some love to Poppy. Go ahead, man. She did her thing. I mean, just overall, like, just just, just seeing her out there doing the performance, playing the song. I think she. it sounded like maybe there were two songs she was playing because it kind of changed in the middle. And I'm not as familiar with her music short of, you know, uh, Io Shirai's entrance and the other time she showed up with Io Shirai. But she just has such a presence. And I was just engaged and just, like, watching, like, oh, I'm I'm getting hyped for the show. And the song's so good. And it's just everything, man. It's a great appetizer. Yes, yes. Just a great way. I love it when... When they actually have those live performances and, you know, you get the artist there. Like, it's just, it was great. So, just wanted to give a little shout out to Poppy because she did her thing. Um, and, yeah, so then right after that, went straight into uh, Keith Lee's music, his entrance, and then Dominic Dijakovic. And, yeah, man, they tore the house down. The show really could have ended with just, it could have just been this <laughs> match, really, to be honest with you. That's how great this it matchup was. was. I mean, some of the spots like Dominic Dijakovic jumping from the the ring um, uh, post from the corner turnbuckle to on top of Keith Lee doing like a I don't even know what to describe what I just, what I saw it happen. Yes, but basically flying through the air onto Keith Lee who was sitting on a chair, chair man, just doing the somersault from the ring to him on the outside by the announce table. I did not expect that. I'm like, really. Yeah. What? My I was, was just like, I just jumped up. I marked that. I couldn't believe what I just seen. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I've never seen a move like that before. No. And this is from two guys who we tend to just say this about them. Like, I can't believe I just saw that. I can't believe this guy did that. I can't believe. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a constant, like, thing that, that just keeps repeating itself with these two guys. And it's amazing. I just, I just love it. I thought Dajakovac at one point was going to just springboard onto Keith Lee onto that chair, but little did I know, like, no, I'm a somersault. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> this is what we're doing now. Right. right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, man, there is this is like, uh, there is, all right, we're just going to throw the rule book out. <laughs> oh, my. We're heavyweights, but man, we're just going to do our thing. I'm like, yes. 
man. Yeah. And I love the power game too. They were just trying to just like, you know, suplex each other. Not suplex, but just uh, you know, bump each other. It was one point he did that uh, that like that power uh spear and he just lit up Dodger Kovac in the corner. I think he hit the back of a, of, a, of his head on the second turnbuckle and then hit it again on the on the last on the bottom turnbuckle. I was like, oh man, that was a scary moment too. Yeah. Dude, man, just so so many crazy, like uh, the the spirit bomb, two spirit bombs, right? So he hits a spirit bomb, and then Dominic Dijakovic rolls through it and stands up, holding his the back of his head, like, no, I will not lose to you today. <laughs> Keith Lee loads him up for a second spirit bomb, and I thought yes. the match is over. I'm like, no, Me this too. is it. And then Dominic Dijakovic kicks out of the second spirit bomb. It was insane. It was it was a damn near close. Uh, Dramatic near fall, bro. Yeah, that that second spirit bomb. I was like, oh, it's over. It's yeah. over right there. One, two. I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? We're we still going. Man, it was it was it's, it was exciting match. Uh, just seeing two heavyweights, just you know, just have a great rivalry and definitely kicked up their rivalry uh, another notch with this man. It was just just an overall great match. Well, I was gonna say like because they've wrestled so many times. And yet, I'm not tired of seeing this matchup. Like, even after this, I'm like, I want to see it again. Yep. Like, I want to see them go at it again. <laughs> it was so awesome. Like, run it back. You know, when yeah. you're in a basketball game, you lose. Hey, just run that back real quick. Come on. It's Let's not do over. it again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I really appreciated the show of respect uh, from Keith Lee to mm-hmm. Dominic Dijakovic, where he helped him to his feet and was like, go up there. Like, go up there and, and, and basically take your bow. And he went up there, you know, and he like, you know, just was doing feast your eyes and Keith Lee is posing with the belt. And yeah, so like Keith Lee let him have that that adulation from the adulation from the crowd because he just he earned it, you know. And for me, like Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic both did their thing. I feel like Dominic rose his star up. You he know, did a lot with this he matchup. Did. Yep. To 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 earn the fans' respect to say, "Wow, this guy really truly is something special as well." Like Keith Lee, we all know he's special, but I think Dominic kind of put his own stamp on it too to say, "You know, hey, you know, I'm gonna put it all out there on the line for you guys." And he was a standout man. Like I think performance of the night. If I had to give it to one guy, you know, I think I'm giving it to Dominic Dijakovic for Ooh. for some of the risk taking moves that he took. Man, like yeah. It, it was, and I did not think I would be saying that at the, you know, before the matchup. You know, I was thinking that I, I was going to appreciate this match overall, that it was going to blow my mind. But I wouldn't have thought I would be saying Dominic Dijakovic was the guy who, you know, himself stood out over almost anybody else on the show, really, from a performance standpoint. Yeah. You know, he he, he put me, it out there, man. He, he, he left. Everything out there. He he gave everything he had, and you saw that in his performance, man. So you can't nothing. All you can do is just tip your hat and respect that, man. Yep, yep. So good for him, man, and good for Keith Lee because Keith Lee looked like a champion. He looked like a champion. He owned that ring, and you know, great show of respect to him from him as well to Dominic. And yeah, man, I loved it. I loved it. So it was it was amazing. All right, so the next matchup, man, if you, you know, you're catching your breath, you're like, wow, oh my God, this was such a great match. You know, a match of the year candidate just happened. And then we get Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox in a street fight. And, you know, like you said, there's no bathroom breaks. And usually you would want something to like tone things down a little yeah. bit. Nope. Nah. These two women decided, nah, Zero we're going to try to steal the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, during Tegan Knox's entrance, Dakota Kai went out there and attacked her immediately. And Man, it was on, on. sight. On oh. sight. <laughs> like, I ain't got no time right. showboating for entrances. No. This is this is personal. Right, this is a street fight. I'm going straight yes. to business. I'm, I'm not going to waste anything. Forget my entrance music. I don't care. I need I to beat her that. ass. Right. And dude, yeah, they they used everything, man. Trash cans, steel chairs, chains, yes. uh, ta- tables, <laughs> tables. Yeah, just everything, man. Like they they really let each other have it. And I, I and it's it's amazing to me that you know again this is Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. Like a year ago, I don't think I would be saying oh a street fight between the two of them at a takeover is something that I'm anticipating. But the story that they told leading into this. 
I was when when they said this match was going to happen at Takeover. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this totally makes sense. It's this should definitely you know culminate at a, at a Takeover. And the performance that they put out there as well, you know, even the just, promo video setting up the story was yeah. oh god, superb, man. Man, but like they really just gave it all to that audience, man. Indeed. They really went out there and were like, we're, we're going to go. We are going to go. And, you know, for me in this one, like, you know, Dakota Kai just does her thing as a heel for sure. But, you know, in this one, I think Tegan Knox, you know, stood out and really like became more of a star, you know, with this matchup than I've really seen her as up until yeah. this point. You know, like she, she showed another side, very aggressive. Yes, yes, and she I, she needed it. She needed yes. it. Like yeah. Dakota Kai was had already gotten there with her moment at War Games, and then after that, showing the video of of uh, uh, her destroying her friend as her entrance, and then like her matches uh, with with uh, Candice LeRae, you know, and some other matches that she had as well. You know, she's already been doing that, but mm-hmm. this match right here, you know, really made Tegan Knox kind of stand out as like she is she's takeover worthy and she is just a great wrestler overall and you know yeah it was great it was fun to, to watch um yeah let's get some more of your thoughts man because tegan knox real quick when they was doing that promo video i'm like wow she looks like ronda rousey doppelganger like if you look really? at it, i was like it, it looks eerie <laughs> she could, I wasn't that, thinking that at all, man. But you that, wasn't? that's interesting you say that. No, I oh wasn't. Oh my god, that. it was like clear as day. Like they do an up close in that promo video. It was just yeah. like, man, this is this is like completely like Ronda Rousey. Huh. Okay. All right. If all I right. knew nothing about Tegan Knox, I'm like, oh that's oh Ronda Rousey about to go in NXT takeover? What? What's going on? <laughs> I would have been saying all of that. Man. But anyways, man, but my God, this this is like another great match, man. Like I love the aggressiveness from Tegan Knox. Yeah. Like I love how she she was doing these. I think uh, she was on the outside ropes. Dakota Kai it was on the opposite side, getting ready to run and just kick her head off, but she missed, and she just gave her th- like three super kicks to the head real quick. Yeah, just like wow, wow, wow. It's like oh my god, man, this is just perfect. How she was uh, destroying her knee, putting the knee, putting the she had grabbed the chair. Uh, and then just kind of wedge Dakota Kai knee between the chair and just basically destroying her knee with that brace she had on. I'm like, yeah, she's getting revenge. So I love everything about this match. The storytelling was superb. The emotion of this between the two ladies, what they were showing was superb. So I have nothing bad to say about this match at all. It was like a, it was like two back-to-back eight-plus matches I saw. Yeah, same, same here for me, man. And, you know, we got to talk about the ending. So, you know, it looked like Tegan Knox was getting ready to put Dakota Kai through a table. And then we had a, a debuting superstar, Raquel Gonzalez, show up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just basically looking like the diesel to Dakota Kai's Shawn Michaels, essentially. <laughs> yes. You know, like. <laughs> That's a just, good comparison. I like that. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because I actually got that. From um, I I saw the um, the Facebook live with Triple H uh, and Kathy Kelly after uh-huh. the the show, and he made mention of that. You know, he's like, it's kind of similar to that where you you get this enforcer, you know, and you look at the two of them together, and it's like, man, yeah, it's almost like a Diesel Shawn Michaels situation. Um, so I'm like, yeah, Hunter, like that that totally, you know, I, I see that and. When I was seeing it live, I was thinking to myself, like, it did have that enforcer feel. But, you know, Triple H just kind of, like, you know, visualized that for me with those two superstars, you know, who's very familiar with. So, yeah, it was it was great. But, yeah, man, like, she came out. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, attacked Dakota Kai, threw her from the top turnbuckle onto the table. The table did not, did not break, break. Which is uh, scary. It was scary. It yeah. was scary. And she ate. But it's crazy because I heard a crack, but the br- the table wasn't broken. I'm like... Was that did that sound come from Tegan Knox on the table? <laughs> right. Like, what is going on right now? So yeah, and and uh, Dakota Kai picked up the victory. So you know, um, great matchup. Like you said, scary moment there with with the table not breaking. Um, 
Yeah, man. It was it was an intense matchup from beginning to end with a great ending. And we'll see what this means now for Dakota Kai. Um, you know, having this enforcer character, she was already, you know, a, a badass, you know, going into this. And now you give her her own version of Diesel, essentially. Like, yes. What is this going to look like now, man? It's yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And Tegan Knox star making performance. It was, oh, it yes. was great. Most definitely, man. The women's divisions. <laughs> Dude, they they just on a whole nother level on NXT, man. I, I I got nothing else more to say. Just you know, just great things about how the women's division for NXT is just like it is the it's. I think it's the pillar for women's division. Period. Yeah, and for for WWE or just not wrestling. Period. Or just wrestling. Yeah, I would say just for wrestling at this point. Yeah, it's it's it's. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. All right, so and speaking of pillars, man, let's talk about Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano, two pillars of NXT. Um, wow, what a matchup! You, it's just we're just gonna keep saying the same thing during this yeah. whole card. Just like wow, wow, A plus again, and, yeah, another one, another <laughs> right? One, man, I mean, this was just dream matchup that happened. Two guys who at one point were each called the heart and soul of NXT, mm-hmm. going at it. And the matchup just didn't disappoint, man. Like, these two, you know, from a technical standpoint, they gave us a great matchup. Um, you know, and we 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 got to see just, um, I don't know, it's like the physicality from Finn Balor is just on another level right now. Like, he just kept stomping into Bro, the Johnny's aggressiveness. Like, yes, really aggressive, just yes. stomp, 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 just like really trying to put you know, get it into Johnny's head like you are finished, like I'm ending you. Bro, you this know? was the first time I saw Johnny Gargano getting bodied in a wrestling match. Yeah. Just just got bodied, bro. Finn Balor bodied you. Like, you know, it, it was kind of neck and neck, but towards like the last three minutes, oh, it was all Finn Balor. He just like, I'm about to put the nail on the coffin. It's done. Yeah. Said, man. He did. He did. You know, and it, but overall, though, it was just like you said, it was back and forth. I mean, there was one sequence in there where um, Johnny and, and Finn were trading like some of their big moves from the corners. Yep. You know, like uh, Johnny was setting up like that DIY kick, you know, when Finn would reverse and then he would go into the corner and he would set up his shotgun uh, a drop kick. You know, and then uh, Johnny Gargano would reverse it. And it just kept going back and forth like that. And I was just like, man, yes. man this is fun right now, man. <laughs> like, these two, they know what they're doing. They know how we feel about these moves and the similarities that they have. And it's just like, what a great story to tell between the two guys. Um, yeah, uh, it was just back and forth. Great match, man. I just enjoyed it so much. Um I was expecting, honestly, that that uh, the crowd would be more on the side of Finn from the way that it had been building up. Um, with the I, thought that, I thought they were. Yeah, you didn't well, get that feeling. I, I felt like it was more split than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be well, the more chance, yeah, forward. but I, I I felt like the energy, like there was, there was wholeheartedly rooting for Finn Balor. For Finn, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I to me, you know, listening to it, it just seemed like. You know, there were a lot of like uh, Johnny wrestling. Let's go, Finn! Like you said, with the chance. Mm-hmm. And overall, even though yes, they're they're rooting for they're rooting for Finn maybe a little bit more. But I don't know. I just felt like Johnny was going to get booed through the whole thing, and Finn was going to be like the pseudo face of the matchup based off of how it was getting built up. But a lot of love for for Johnny. A lot more love for Johnny than I thought there was going to be. And I'm I'm specifically saying this for what's coming later on and what we're going to talk about with the main event. <laughs> but you know, I thought, and I think that this is what they're anticipating too, was that you know Finn was going to really be like the clear, like everyone is with Finn and against against Johnny in the in terms of you know the crowd reaction. Yeah. So yeah, one other thing too that I'm looking at right now actually is. Finn's confidence when he had him in a leg lock, he he had Johnny's head in a leg lock, I should say, and he was doing push-ups. And just oh my god! Like yes, <laughs> just cockiness on him is on a whole other level now, bro. He just don't yeah. give a damn anymore. Nope, nope. Just trying to let Johnny low. Like, hey man, you're you're just light work here. I'm just yes. gonna he, get him like light work real quick. Yeah, <laughs> while I go ahead and get a get a workout. Step up my cardio a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, just just an amazing matchup. Just, yeah. yeah, even that uh, pin he had on on Johnny Gargano was cocky too, like just nuts all in his face. I'm like, Damn. yeah, I'm like, bro, just he- well, at, the, at the very end, yeah, he, when he finished him, and it looked like because because Johnny was still like conscious and he was trying to like push Finn off of him, and Finn like would grab his hand and put it down, and then he'd point in his face. Like, you know, don't you ever, you know, like trying to let Johnny know. Like, hey, yes. Never come at me like that, boy. Like, <laughs> let him know. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, Finn, man, just just savage. Yes. Right now. Yeah, because I was like, bro, Gargano just got his ass handed to him, man. man. I couldn't believe what I saw. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, it was back and forth, but like, it, I felt like Finn Balor dominated him, though. Nah, see, I don't feel that. I, I, that. That's where I'll have to disagree a little bit. I feel like, for the most part, it was back and forth. At the very end, you know, he did the coup de gras. You know, he did 1916. And then, like you said, like, nuts to face, basically, with the pin. <laughs> like, that part, you know, for that segment, sure, I will give it to Finn in terms of domination. But I'll say 90% of the matchup was back and forth. Like, yeah. Johnny Gargano was was doing his thing, was getting real aggressive, and uh, I think he got a little bit too cocky himself with trying to do things to Finn that Finn did to him. Yeah. Didn't he try to do 1916 at he one did. point? That he didn't did. Work? He yeah. was stepping out of his wheelhouse a little bit. I'm like, yeah, oh, just stuck to the game plan. Right. He tried yeah. to do the drop kick to, to Finn a couple times. Didn't work the first time. It worked the second time. But then Finn did the drop kick to him off the Top table. The table, yes. And he hit right. that, that ramp. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Man, there was also too kind of like a thing with with tables where tables just wouldn't break. We just talked about it with Tegan Knox where she got thrown on you know off the top turnbuckle through the table and it didn't break. And then there was a spot too I think where uh, Johnny Gargano was trying to put Finn uh, or throw Finn onto a table and it didn't break. Yeah, and me and my brothers noticed it and we're like man maybe we're just not gonna get tables breaking tonight because right. dude they just keep trying it and it just wasn't working out so yeah, we need to add some more weight to their bodies man or something <laughs> but here's the thing though is that with the tables not breaking sometimes it's even more vicious because there's no give yeah like, yeah you know, bouncing yep. off of a table is is a scary sight especially when you're expecting it to break and it doesn't go you're like wow is he okay? Like because he just Oh yeah, I get that. Cause the, the sometimes the impact is just deafening when you hear yeah. it. it's like, oh my God. Exactly. And it didn't break. <laughs> man. So yeah, man. Just just but like I said, fun, aggressive matchup. Um, great technical wrestling match, and then the savagery and, and, and yes, that ending sequence there, Finn Balor just, you know, he took it to him. He just he just dominated him for like the last minute or so i'll say which I'll, I'll give him that but but johnny johnny got his too he got he got some good looks in and you know i think finn would have yeah. got gained at least a little bit of respect for him but he still maybe i just felt like he dominated because i knew he was going over yeah okay that's fair that's yeah. fair i mean i i thought the same thing you know going in this matchup i thought that that finn was gonna win i i didn't think there was any other way this could end but with finn winning but, um, you know, just seeing the matchup, like there was no point where I thought he was going to lose. But I did think Johnny did a good job overall of just like sticking it to Finn some too with, you know, just the aggressiveness again uh, paid back to him as well. So, yeah, yeah. Overall, both guys did great. But Finn Balor at the end did put it to him, put the boots to him. 1916, well, coup de gras, then 1916. And then, yeah, just the 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 shame pin at the end <laughs> yeah it's like when you get postered in, in the nba right you get dunked on that's what it was that pin is so disrespectful man. it was bro you got his nuts all in his face man just you oh just don't god. care nope, not at all not at all oh my god all right so then we had the nxt women's championship matchup rhea ripley versus bianca belair bianca belair with the tribute to black history month uh making history in black history month i think it's something like that is what it said on her yeah nice touch yeah so that was cool really like the attire there rhea ripley just came out looking like a savage like she always does did you notice the the contacts now I did not, man. I, I okay. <laughs> She's wearing contacts. Like, next time you see her. Now, it's funny, though, because... Well, I got it on right now. I'm going to start paying attention right now. 
Okay. Because she, yeah, she's definitely wearing contacts during her matches. I think her last promo on NXT, she did not wear the contacts. But during this match and prior to the uh, the last NXT uh, live event on Wednesday, she had been wearing contacts as well. Like she wore them against Tony Storm. Um, prior to that, I don't I don't know when it started, but I, that's when I started noticing. It was right before the matchup with Tony Storm that I started to see that. Yeah, she's wearing contacts now. So yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Just uh, why don't you give us your thoughts on this matchup, man? What you think? I enjoyed this match, and you know what? I was I, out of anything, man. I was even more impressed with Bianca Belair because when we saw her, you know, get beaten two times by Shayna Baszler, you know, going for the NXT Women's Championship, I thought she'll never probably be in that picture anytime soon, or just you know maybe she'll go move on or move on to the other brand, maybe Raw, and but. Man, bro, she she belongs in there, man. She she definitely belongs, man. She has a great look. She has a great move set. She's super strong as hell. The way she was just going at it with uh with Rhea Ripley, the way she sails too with those chops when they were getting a chop fest and she came back and whipped her hair against Rhea Ripley. That was great too. You know, all that, man. It it was just good, man. And by the way, I didn't even know she does her own costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Like she's like the yeah. jack of all trades, man. Like <laughs> this is this is insane. So, yeah, and uh yeah, so I I thought this was a great match her doing that uh what was that move, man? She had picked her up and just slammed her on the ground just showing her her strength. I I thought that yeah, was Yeah, there was just the press slam. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, the gorilla press yeah. from the turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, and I thought that was just great her doing the uh somersault over the rope when Rhea Ripley's on the outside of the ring just showing her athletic ability too and I, I and i agree with the commentary they said she probably is the best best athletic uh woman that's there in the, in the wwe and i'm like i agree with that i just probably is because i don't see anybody more athletic than her they always mention naomi but i would say bianca yeah i, I think yeah i gotta put bianca yeah yeah she's because I, I with the power game and she could spring a little bit more too yeah yeah, my, my favorite spot was the slaps back and forth with them. You know, like Rhea Ripley slapped her and she was like, uh, Bianca Blair was like, oh, n- like, oh, no, she didn't kind of thing. <laughs> Turned around, slapped her. And the crowd really liked that. Like you her slap slapping me? Rhea Ripley back, right? <laughs> and then Rhea slapped her again. And then, you know, she uh, Bianca Blair went back and slapped her. And it became like a slap boxing thing. Yes. And then she used her hair and whipped her. And that got a huge pop. It did. Oh. So, yeah, love that sequence. Um, overall, just, you know, another star-making performance for Bianca Belair. Yes. Uh, Rhea Ripley. It just felt like she was she was trying to help put Bianca Belair over, I felt like, in this matchup. Mm-hmm. I felt like Bianca definitely did shine more. Um, but Rhea Ripley still looked strong as hell, you know, coming back after taking a lot of punishment from Bianca and then putting her away with the with the rip uh, riptide um, at the end for the finish there. So, yeah, just... Standout performance for sure for Bianca Belair. Um, Rhea Ripley, though, getting the win. You know, we we both, you know, felt like that was... There was no doubt that that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. What's going on with Charlotte. Yep. So, yeah. So that was what it was. Charlotte came out at the end, um, attacked Rhea Ripley, and then, you know, basically confirmed that she's going to be challenging Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania for the NXT Women's Championship. What did you think of that? I thought that was awesome. And, uh, you know, for WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley against, you know, the Queen Charlotte, you got a 23-year-old girl or woman going against a veteran that's in her 30s, so maybe 10-plus years ahead of her. So you got basically inexperience going against experience for the storytelling, which will be a a great match to see. So I I can't wait. I'm excited about this. Now, I'm a little confused because she did put hands on Bianca Belair. I'm hoping we we don't get like a possibly three-way. I want to keep it Imano Imano. I think that we're going to get a Bianca Belair Charlotte matchup on NXT, you know, on like a Wednesday and Charlotte will beat Bianca, but they'll make Bianca look great again, just like, you know, they did with this matchup against Rhea. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think they're going to have a one on one matchup to kind of help build up Charlotte's 
side of things. You know, they both beat Bianca Belair and, you know, they both, you know, took on that challenge. And yeah, but I, I don't think that it'll end up being a triple threat. Now, I will say this. I wouldn't actually be mad about a triple threat. I do want the one on one, but Bianca is making a case yeah. for belonging there. Um, so that's that's tough. And I don't feel like like last year I really did, you know, think that Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, that was the match I wanted. And of course they just had the it was it's Charlotte, so it's Charlotte like, oh, they have to get right. Charlotte. Because it's in the there, first you know? women's, you know, main event main for event. WrestleMania. Yeah. Gotta get a flare in there. They just had to do it. They just had to do it. But, you know, here I feel like it would make sense to put Bianca there because she is the wild card. She has put in a lot of work and it's still part know, of the story as well when you look she at She is. Yeah. She's a part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it makes sense because yeah, with Charlotte it seemed like they just kind of threw her in there because she's a flair. Whereas with this, Bianca's actually in the story. Um, so yeah, we'll see what they do. But you know, if if you're asking me what I want to see, you know, I definitely would prefer to see the one-on-one matchup. But I wouldn't be mad at Bianca be put put in there. I think that'd be cool for Bianca. Yeah, man, me too. Uh, you know, now that you break it down, you know, I, I, I yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing her in the triple that. But I do prefer, I highly prefer, you know, just one-on-one. But if you're gonna throw a triple threat, okay, you made your case. Bianca Belair, let's see that. You know, you definitely belong. You definitely showed it against Rhea Ripley. Yep. All right. So then let's move on to the NXT Tag Team Championship matchup. The Broserweights versus the Undisputed Era. So I know we had talked about this briefly, too. And the, the thought was that it, the Broserweights would win this matchup. Now, there were some people that I talked to that were kind of not thinking that that was going to happen. And I was shocked that really? everybody wasn't really seeing this coming. <laughs> you know, just being honest, like, I'm How? Like, this is clear. Like they're going to, they're going to lose these belts. <laughs> like they, they started with Roddy. And then next up on the list was going to be the, the tag team champions. You know, you were going to get Bobby fish and Kyle O'Reilly dropping those belts. It yes. was bound to happen. Um, it just seems so clear, but you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, being a fan of the Undisputed Era, you know, I think a lot of people would not just don't aren't maybe aren't ready for them to lose the belts. Mm-hmm. And so this was kind of just b- being resistant, maybe from some people. Um, but, yeah, it just seemed like the writing was on the wall. And that's exactly what happened. The Broserweights ended up winning the belts. They are the new tag team champions. Yes. Um, yeah. So what do you think of the match? I thought this was a great tag team match. Uh, I got to give it to the storytelling because I thought there was there were times when I thought that Undisputed was going to win because they were showing between Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle, you know, there was, you know, the chemistry was off. You know, I think mm-hmm. there was. That's a good I, point. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes they had, you know, hit them, hit the hit their teammates and like, oh, man, this is it right here, you know. And but no, it, it didn't happen. I almost got scared because I figured if Undisputed if Undisputed is going to win, then that led to the next match. Like, oh, man, that means maybe, you know, Adam Cole possibly can lose. So, but luckily that didn't happen. You know, bros weights are here to stay. They won. I want to see more of this. I want them to see to carry it all the way up to the next takeover for Tampa. And yeah, I'm all in for bros weights, bro. Yeah, same here. The chemistry is great. Just um, the comedic. Uh, chemistry also between those two guys, man, so awesome. And like in the promos and trying to find their way to Portland and sneaking on Triple H's plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been a fun thing to, to see. And you know the how uh, how much fish could Bobby Fish fry? If Bobby Fish could fry fish, put that on a T-shirt, doing the yes. long. They had Bobby Fish's head on a fish. They on did. Apron. Oh, like, nice dude, touch. By the way, it was. It was. <laughs> so just. Hilarious all around with that. And yeah, the matchup, man, like they're, they're having fun and then they flip that gear and go straight to being these two badass wrestlers. Like, you know, I, man, I just enjoyed, you know, this matchup so much. Um, Kyle O'Reilly did his thing, man. His air guitar to the ring was like the fiercest air guitar that because he done. knew he was that was the, that this was, was it. it. This, this was it. it. <laughs> that, that, that was if it. If you didn't know, 
that confirmed it when he it just did. put every single bit of heart and soul <laughs> into that air guitar during that entrance. I'm like, that that's all you need to know. Yeah, all man. You need to know yeah. that. This is Sometimes you can see the win face or a loss face. That was yeah. clearly it right there. Was was like, I'm about to like, like, put it all right here. This, 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 this is the last hurrah right here. Yeah. <laughs> he was going clean in on that. I was like, oh man, this this is it. Yeah. This is it. Enjoy why why is why last yeah, Colorado? Yeah, yeah, man, it was it was cool. It was cool, and just yeah, just a, a solid match all around, man. Had a lot of fun with it. Bobby Fish too. He's taking this whole thing, you know, like a champ with the whole how much fish could Bobby Fish fry? <laughs> like you know, kudos to him for <laughs> just being cool with that. Um, and yeah, he did a good job in the match overall too, man. Like just solid performance from all four guys, man. Really nothing much to say there except for, Hey, they did it. And now, you know, bros are to the tag team champions. Yeah, man. Um, you ready to get to the main event? Let's do it. Let's, all right. Do it. NXT championship matchup. Adam Cole, Bebe versus Tommaso Ciampa trying to regain Goldie. Wow, this was an emotional roller coaster, this matchup. Let me tell you. Wow. Just the emotion from Tommaso Ciampa as he was going to the ring. He was saying, this is my WrestleMania. This is my WrestleMania. This is why I do what I do. And I was just like, oh, wow. Like this, I just, I was feeling the moment. Like this is, this is great. Before you get into it, what was your pick? Because I know we went back and forth last week. About, you know, maybe, you know what, maybe I could, you know, pick Tommaso Ciampa or Adam Cole. So, who did you pick? Well, at the end of it, because it was tough, man. And Adam Cole, though, I was still thinking, like, it's probably going to be him. Because I'm thinking the closer we get to WrestleMania, maybe at WrestleMania or that now the takeover at Tampa. Which I don't know if we knew that they were going to do a takeover at Tampa before before this takeover but um yeah just i'm thinking that maybe and and also too with the record i still don't know how that timing is actually gonna fit or how how um it's gonna line up with the this takeover and wrestlemania but it just seemed like it's still it's it's gun to my head adam cole but damn did tommaso champa have me thinking that this was gonna be his night yeah. like watching i got scared <laughs> Dude, I was scared. There was shades of takeover, like Adam Cole and and Johnny Gargano when they went for the vacant title. Yeah, yes, I, I, take over New York. Yeah, I, think I was like what, an emotional roller coaster right there, and I felt like, oh my god, this is not. It was history was repeating itself. <laughs> Undisputed era comes out. They uh, high low uh, from Bobby Fish yes. and O'Reilly. Yes. They roll in Tommaso Ciampa. He kicks out. Right. I was like. This is gonna happen. I wish you could have saw me because I was an emotional wreck for that. Like I was just, I was like, "This is not happening." Tell me, this is not happening right now. And (laughs) it made me, at that moment, it made me wish I would have picked Tommaso Ciampa just so that we could have him to be here. If if Tommaso Ciampa would have won. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I was like, what is Devin gonna do? I know how much you didn't like what had happened with Johnny and it's about to happen again. Yes. Where the entire Undisputed Era was just they couldn't do anything to Ciampa. Like he he threw out I think it was Roderick Strong. No, no, he threw out Roderick Strong, but then he jumped over the top rope onto all of them, and I'm like, wow, this is his opening. You know, then Adam Cole hits him with the last shot, and then you know he kicks out of that, and I was just like, oh, my God, like he is just unstoppable right now. Um, yeah, man, just just a crazy dramatic back and forth. I mean, just to go back a little bit too, Tommaso Ciampa almost took Adam Cole's head clean off with the with the, he sprinted at Adam Cole. Well, first he sat him up in a chair, then he sprinted full sprint oh and hit him God. with a running knee. Yes, dude, dude, it was great. It was great. Um, there was another part too where Adam Cole was mocking Tommaso Ciampa, sat up on the on the at the side of the ring and was doing the whole like he would applaud himself and pat himself on the back. back. Yeah, 
Ciampa didn't like that at all Dude. because, like, immediately after he did that, Ciampa rips him off of the side of the ring, throws him into both steel steps, like, kicks him, just throws him over the, the announce table. Then he goes up to the, to, to the <laughs> ring and then pats himself on the back. He's like, almost like a, that's how it's done. That's how you do that. That's my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, oh, man, I, I, I just appreciated that. And Ciampa... Really, like, I didn't think his star could rise and he could become any more of a favorite for me in NXT. But he, like, went a couple rungs even higher for me in terms of, like, how I would rank my favorites in NXT right now, man. He's near the top for sure. Um, just crazy matchup. Both guys, man. Like Crazy near falls in this. That was just breathtaking. Like, I, I was like, I don't know how much my wrestling heart can take this because this is just too much. You know, just, you know, when he hit that fairy tale ending and and he just showed emotion I'm like oh my god is this is it i thought that was it yes he, was he it. just had that look like oh i got it now i'm about I to get the one it. two three and i'm like thank god adam go thank you man thank you for so being bad. that fighting champion i was so bad i was so when it happened <laughs> I, I was so deflated i was like no and i'm just sitting back like oh i just this is over like it's over now. Adam Cole's just gonna win. Like I don't, I don't believe. You know, I, the the belief, the little bit of belief that I had had just kind of like dissipated when he when he didn't hit that that uh, fairy tale ending. I was yeah. like, oh wow. But then it kept going, and I'm like, man, like this maybe this can still happen. Yeah. You know, like I was I was rooting hard. Now that was before the undisputed era came out. It was. It was. Okay. Yep. It was. Okay. So, so I had lost kind of some of my hope there, but then when he started fighting off the Undisputed Era, it, that's when I started thinking, this is exactly what happened with Johnny Gargano. Like, this might actually happen, and holy shit, what is that going to be like if he does this? And then Johnny Gargano shows up, and when he showed up, in my mind, I'm just like, Okay, I was hoping that Tommaso Ciampa was going to get back up and it'd be a little bit different than what happened with Johnny. I was like, okay, some of the guys that maybe Tommaso Ciampa went to war with at war games would show up and have his back. You know, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne, some of these guys, you know, like just to say we're going to end the, the, you know, the Undisputed Era's reign together. You know, the prophecy will end with all of us coming together and and find, and stopping the Undisputed Era from cheating and interrupting like they typically do. But it was, it was just Johnny. And I'm like, maybe this is the beginning of it. Maybe it's going to be him and some other people. And then he was standing there and the belt was in between him and Ciampa. And that's when I realized... I was like, oh, shit. He's there to stop Champa. Damn. And I'm, I'm screaming at the TV. I'm like, Johnny, no. Johnny, <laughs> yes. no. And I was like, Johnny, this. yes. I, was like, no. I, was I don't like, care, man. My hook or crook. You're going to no. get this. <laughs> oh, man, I was so mad. Like, I was, I was at the TV. I'm like, no. And sure enough, he takes the belt from Champa and hits Champa in the face with it. Then Ciampa's out, Adam Cole crawls over, one, two, three. Yes. My heart sank. I was like, oh. I didn't give a damn how he won. That. I'm like, he got nothing else to prove. He's a fighting champ. He beat everybody. I don't care if he how he won that one. He's like, God damn it. He deserves to go and walk into NXT TakeOver Tampa as champion. Next. Tommaso Ciampa. Johnny Gargano beat Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, it's still tainted. I don't care. I don't see your champion. At the end of the day, Adam Cole's still your champion. Mm. And I love how Undisputed came together. Even though, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish lost their tag team titles, they still came together. They were just hugging Adam Cole after you won. It looked like a big group hug that I wanted to join in and be a part of. It was a great look, man. I was like, oh, yes, man. Under, like, Undisputed, is, is, there's no dissension. Undisputed, they're, they're not going anywhere. Their chemistry is just, it's like, a, it, it, it seems like their bond got even stronger because Adam Cole was the lone survivor to keep his gold. Yeah, it was so bad. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still mad. <laughs> just, just why, Johnny? Why? Explain why you did what you did. This Wednesday is going to be very interesting. Oh, because he, he got his ass whooped by by Balor. 
So you take so go beat up Balor. What you beating up Tommaso Ciampa, hey, your man. boy who you, you squashed he was frustrated. all your beef? He was frustrated. He was frustrated, so he took it out on Ciampa? No. Hey. No. <laughs> this is, you know what this is like? This is like in Game of Thrones when Daenerys sets fire oh, to the really? city. We're going of, there right now? Is yeah. This- <laughs> it's going after Cersei. She's pissed off. They're ringing the bells. Okay, I can understand it. If you take your dragon, fly your dragon over to Cersei and burn her alive. Okay, fine. What you burning all the people for? Yeah, you, he, he don't know how to take an L. But they do. You know, and, and Finn Balor Probably. convincingly won, and he got in his head, and he just couldn't take that L, and he didn't want to see his best friend or his former best friend now to get that gold, and he was like, hey, you stop me before I'm going to stop you. Here we are. Well, here's what I will say, though. We did talk about that Johnny Gargano felt like he needed something. He needed, like, an edge to him because the crowd, like I was saying with with uh, this this uh matchup that he had with Finn, I thought that they would actually be more against him because of the way that the reaction had been for Johnny the last couple of weeks. I feel like the, the crowd was turning on Johnny a little bit. And so it does make sense that they would turn him heel, although we both didn't think that they would go the route of turning him heel again. Yeah. But, you know, it makes sense. Like if you are going to try to, you know, give him that edge yeah. or just go with what the crowd is giving you. Or just try to get in front of it before it gets worse. Before it gets worse. So yeah. it, it makes sense from that standpoint. Um, I just, I, I was still shocked to see it happen. And I'm still processing it like, wow, what does this even look like? And Had a I am now from ear so to ear. excited. Man, well, I'm so excited, though. Even though I'm like, man, it sucks that he, you know, he did that. And just I'm invested in the story. So I, I feel, you know, upset that the guy I was rooting for, you know, lost the way he did. And his friend betrayed him. But I'm so excited for the return, I know some people may not feel the same way about this, but I'm excited for the Johnny Gargano Tommaso Ciampa feud to rekindle and be flipped on its head oh, to where yes. Tommaso Ciampa's the face and Johnny Gargano's the heel. Like that, and their feud never really ended no. because Tommaso Ciampa got never hurt. got a, it was it was supposed to be it was supposed to be the, like the rubber match, yep. but we never got that because he got hurt. Well, then you know have to get the next surgery, but now it's like all right, we're gonna you know retell this story but you know different character change yep yep so i I like it i like it i'm and i'm i'm here for it i'm ready to to see them go at it again you know it's just it's a fun rivalry to to have watched you know for for as long as it lasted the first time around so you know i'm definitely eager to see what this flipped version you know of this rivalry is going to look like man it's it's going to be fun rooting for champa and you know just looking at johnny gargano like the betray the betraying friend that you know he ends up he ended up being in the story it's 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 a real flip man on it and and I'm, i'm i'm all for it man i really love that what they're doing here so um yeah man it's it what what a crazy show and real quick too um before we we wrap this whole thing up so on facebook live they did mention i, I don't want to skip this um kathy kelly who's been there for for <laughs> oh, the last yeah. four years oh, it God. actually was her last show it was um and on facebook live triple h uh you know was usually there with her and you know he basically gave her a send off and she was really emotional during it she shed some tears and triple h was just giving her you know that that send off saying like hey she's one of the most hard-working you know passionate individuals with with what she's been doing for them and uh, she's gonna be missed and we're gonna mi- miss watching her and just like you know she she to me you know was she fit right in to nxt you know she's like almost like the renee young of nxt i was just about to say that yeah yeah that was and i like you know there was a backstage segment too between undisputed i think she was interviewing uh roderick strong about the whole you know valentine dream and their you know match for wednesday and then towards the end adam cole said now you can leave, Kathy. I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that is savage. And at that time, I had no idea. That oh, yeah. So I, so I saw, like, you know, the news already when I read it online. So when I saw that segment, I understood what that meant. And I was like, damn, that's savage as hell, Adam Cole. 
Well, so on Facebook Live, actually, after Triple H said what he said, he said there were a couple people that, you know, want to say goodbye to you, too, and it was Undisputed Era. And Undisputed Era came out. They had a, a box of um, donuts. They're like uh, sugar-free, carb-free, fat-free, like everything. There was nothing. There was like super healthy uh, alternative kind of donuts. And they gave that to her. They were still somewhat in character, but then still trying to be nice to her. But then they kind of broke character a little bit too, and were like, "No, we're really gonna miss you." And I'm Cole's like, "Yeah, we're you know we're gonna miss you, and good luck with everything." And they all hugged it out at the end. It was oh, cool. that's nice. That's sweet. that's that's how they sent her off, man. So yeah, and Triple H gave her flowers at the end too. Oh, she cried on the shoulders some more. And yeah, that was it. They ended it that way. So yeah, they they gave her that. So it was kind of nice to see them do that after they just were almost like a bye Felicia on NXT <laughs> on Wednesday. You know, they came back and were kind of like, you know, but seriously though, we are going to miss you. So, you know, like good luck with what you're doing. So yeah, she you know, a proper send off. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy Kelly, you'll be missed, you know, and sure. looking forward to seeing what she does. And Triple H said, Hey, this is not the end. This is just bye for now. And we'll see you down the road. So, you know, a lot of these people, they leave, but they end up do coming back. Coach ended up coming back after years of being away. Um, so yeah, I could see her coming back, but you know, best of luck to her and everything she's going to do next. So just wanted to mention that, but yeah, man, NXT takeover the show, five star, a plus all the kudos you want to give it perfect score just this this 10 out of 10 for me i enjoyed it from from beginning to end there was no bad match all the matches stood out they you could any match you took could have been match match of the night it's it's all it all depends on you know that that person how they felt like i don't i I wouldn't even disagree if you want to choose uh keith lee dominic dodger finn balor the NXT Women's Championship, Tinga Knox, or Dakota Kai, Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa. It really doesn't matter. It's up to you. Yeah, man. It just like you said it great. Like all the matches down the card were awesome. And yeah, any of them could be your top match. And yeah, there's really no arguments to be made there. They all did a great job. Um, the way they, they capped the match off with that shocking twist there with Johnny Gargano was just great. Really had me. I was totally invested in the matchup. They even though I went in thinking Adam Cole was gonna win, they had me believing Tommaso Ciampa was gonna win. Scary and they moments. just snatched that hope from <laughs> us, you know, when gave the victory to Adam. Cole snatch that hope now. from you. Not yeah. us. Don't put no us in this. And no us in this. Not, hey, not now. Uh, us that are fans of what <laughs> Maso Ciampa does. Yes. Team Ciampa, you know, we had that hope. And yeah, or Team DIY, I should say, because, you know, I'm fans of both of these guys. And now they just drove that stake in our hearts. And, you know, it is what it is. But, um, no, it was a fun pay-per-view overall. Adam Cole is one step closer now to becoming the longest-reigning NXT champion of all time. Get a Johnny Wrestling shirt now, man, because, man, you... Man, you helped oh, help my boy out. He helped my boy out, man. Now, How can I not? Helped. How can oh, I not? He helped God. my boy out. Johnny <laughs> Champion shirt, because, you know, that's when he became champion. Nah, not that, but, you know, Johnny Wrestling, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll, I'll rock okay. that all, all right. day. All right. All right, well... <laughs> I need a Tommaso Ciampa shirt now, man. Represent him because you know he's 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 my dude now. With Johnny Gargano turning heel, I, I gotta I gotta rock with Tommaso Ciampa because he's 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 awesome. He's awesome. But yeah, man, great great show. That's gonna do it this week for the NXT wrap up. Uh, we'll be back later on this week to talk about what happens on Wednesday night. But that's gonna do it for now. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.